Welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation and transplantation. You can always find us at thegiftedlife.org. I'm Lori Steele. I'm Joey Boudreau. And wait, I don't see Sarah across from us anymore. Who's so what's this? going on here? Hi. Who do we have? Hello. A guest I'm host. Nyla Schwab joining y'all today. So I'm excited to be here. A lot of our LOPA folks will recognize that name. Uh, she's LOPA's Family Services Coordinator. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And, and for others, she's got about 22 uh, alphabets right behind her name, <laughs> just I'm, like Sally back in the day. I'm collecting letters. That's <laughs> it. But just a good human, works out of our Baton Rouge office, um, and she's just such a calming force for us. And so we're so glad that you can join us on the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to hear everything y'all do and have to say, and then it's fun watching y'all. Yeah. <laughs> fun watching you. Yeah. We're watching you, girl. <laughs> watching you. All right. Coming up on the podcast today. Yeah. We'll be talking to an author and curator of a compilation of inspiring stories about donation and transplantation. And I'll be talking about expressive arts, just a different way of communicating with one another. And um, sometimes when we can't find the words, we can show by dancing and or writing or like talking. That. We'll get more into that later. <laughs> Hands right. on. I love it. All that and more. Thegiftedlife.org. Here on the Gifted Life Podcast, we are so excited to have Miss Brenda Cortez back in the studio. Hey, Miss Brenda. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, we are so excited. We also have Miss Brittany Elliser back on the Gifted Life Podcast. Hey, ma'am. Hi, how's it going? Good. We are going to uh, catch you up on their backgrounds and talk about what they're working on together uh, with some other great humans to impact donation positively. So, so exciting. So, Miss Brenda, I want to start with you. Uh, you were on here, episode 115 of The Gifted Life, if you want to catch up with that. And we were talking about help others with love, howl the owl. Uh, so give us a little update on, on where that series is. Sure. So howl the owl, his name stands for help others with love. And um, obviously he represents kindness and organ donation. And so in that children's book series, uh, we currently have eight books. So I don't even know how many there were when we talked a couple of years ago, whenever that was. Um, but he, there's a couple more in the works. Um, just trying to let everybody know still who, haha, who, how the owl is. I like it. I like it. And and I loved um, visiting with you because it was. I just want to do something positive. I want to talk about donation. I came up with this idea and then it just blew up, which was amazing. So I loved following that story. And then we got word that you were working on a new project, and I thought, wow, so awesome. So tell us about the idea uh, for your your new project, the new book, um, and just what uh, your brain, your heart was saying as you were going into that project. Sure. So I had the opportunity to share my story in a chapter in a book called Manifesting Your Dreams. And it was um, an author friend of mine, and she was putting this book together and was inviting other people to write a chapter. And I was sharing my story of how my purpose of donating a kidney 
um, had turned into a passion for writing and organ donation awareness. And I just thought it was a really cool concept and that it would be a great platform for organ donation stories as well. And so <clears throat> I had the idea then that I wanted to invite other people to share their story. And I wanted a variety of stories, um, you know, living donation like myself, recipients, and donor families. And all wanted to include all ages. And so that's what I did. I am lucky enough to have a lot of connections through social media uh, of people that, you know, are part of the organ donation transplant family. And so I reached out to people to ask if they wanted to share their story in my book. I love it. And that book is called Because of Organ Donation. Nyla, would you happen to have a copy? Oh, I do, Lori. <laughs> yes. Brenda, when I, I heard about you um, coming on to the podcast, I immediately went and bought the book. And so I've really enjoyed reading some of the stories. Now, Nyla, when you were going through the book, let's just see, on page, um, uh, let's see what it is, 103. Did you notice any? I did. Yeah, who's, I who's did. This? That's Brittany. Brit she's from Louisiana. Yes, Brittany. We welcome. I know. And I saw the picture and I didn't even have to look at the name. I knew who she was. So, Miss Brittany, um, I saw on your Facebook and you said, y'all won't believe my next project that I'm working on, but I'm writing our story to be put in this amazing book called Because of Organ Donation. So uh, tell us how you and Brenda hooked up and why you said yes. So I actually met Brenda or we actually met Brenda at the Transplant Games back in was it 2018, 2017? And um, we got the Howl the Owl book. We have, an, we have a howl at our house as well <laughs> that um, sits on the bed every single night. And, um, you know, I really, I loved the project then um, that she was doing. And, you know, it really, it was a great way for the boys to, you know, read books and read about transplant. And actually we've given a few copies to each class that the boys have been in each year just to kind of help explain his situation. And so um, we became friends on Facebook through a meeting at the transplant games and just sort of, you know, kept in touch, I guess, over the years. And then I, I got a DM from Brenda um, asking me if I wanted to submit a story or our story for her next project. And I, of course, you know, thought that it was a great way and, and I love reading and I love books. So it was just right up my alley to, you know, join in on the fun and help spread the good news about organ donation. So, Brenda, has it been that effortless, like people just are, are coming to you saying, yes, let me help you with this project? Well, people keep talking about um, that it needs to be a series. So more people definitely want to share their story. Um, at the time when I was recruiting people, uh, not everybody knew about it. You know, we didn't talk about it. I didn't talk about it, you know, publicly until I had everyone in place. And, you know, it's hard to, there's so many great stories and then just to, you know, pick so many um, at just one time and feel like I wasn't excluding people. Um, that was a little bit difficult for me, but uh, I, once the word was out, people were definitely excited. And, you know, with Brittany, 
and her story with Briggs. Um, I mean, truly just an amazing and inspiring story. And I am so happy that, you know, she was willing to be a part of the book. Well, Brenda, you, you, you are certainly going to have your work cut out for you because it's such a great book, such an inspiring book. I'm pretty certain you're going to have hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of stories to pick from on the next book of the series or, or even the one following. That's going to be a tough challenge for you. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, well, if people, if they want to share their story, um, you know, reach out to me. But we'll just have to see how many books ends up being in the series, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. And I love the, the it, it kind of caught fire on social media. More and more people uh, were sharing it. And people who aren't tied to donation were um, sending us a text like, have you seen this? And, and I love, love, love when that happens. So um, you can hear Brenda's uh, backstory. You heard she was a living donor. That's episode 115 of The Gifted Life. You can find that at thegiftedlife.org. Uh, Brittany uh, tells Briggs' story in episode 101 and 102 of the Gifted Life podcast. But Brittany, for those who don't know, can you give us a, a quick backstory about my man B and the miracle that he is? Sure. So um, my son Briggs was born with a rare liver disease called biliary atresia. Um, it's the number one leading cause of pediatric transplants. So we knew when he was diagnosed that transplant would be in our future. Um, around six months old, he uh, received three liver transplants. And so, um, you know, we've, ha we've had a lot of things happen and there's way more to our story and it would take a lot longer than, you know, a quick five minutes to share. But basically, you know, through the power of organ donation and through miracles, he did receive a gift of life three times. And we are forever thankful for those heroes because since then, he has been rocking and rolling and, you know, just getting to do all the little things that, you know, boys get to do. And um, he's actually at summer camp right now. So <laughs> he is um, living life. We for sure don't take anything for granted. And, you know, we, we try to make sure that we incorporate you know, his miracle and his heroes in our everyday life as well, too. Yeah. And you do a good job uh, on social media so that more people can see um, how well that he's doing. So you shared his his pre-K grad picks and um, all these new milestones, which is pretty good. And Brenda, I guess that's kind of what you're trying to, to capture. I see you've included pictures um, and just uh, dipping into these stories. Uh, also amazing. All different walks of life. Uh, incredible. Yeah, I, I just wanted to have each person if they wanted to you know include pictures because it really um just shows how real this all is brenda this is nyla and it was it was really interesting because i, I bought your book right before i left for a trip and um it was such a conversation starter i just had it sitting in my lap on the plane and going and coming i had so i had everybody on the aisle talking about organ donation. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, just oh, holding wow. the book alone really created conversation around, you know, what what this book is all about. Um, and, you know, it was interesting. Okay, Brittany, first I went to your story because I knew you were in it. And, I, and even though I knew your story, I still was so inspired um, by, by all the words you chose and, and just sharing that. Uh, so thank you for being part of this. Uh, and then, yeah, thank you to Brenda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Brenda. So um, I always start a book from the back and work 
to the front. I don't know why I do that, but I like to see the ending. <laughs> Joey's face was like, what? Don't tell the reading community that. <laughs> so I went to the last story because I wasn't sure which one I wanted to read next. And it was, and I hope I'm saying her name right, Shannon Andreas. Do you remember that story? Yeah. Okay, um, because of case. And um, I was curious as I was reading that, did you pick the order of the book on like by, by certain stories or how did that happen? Because it was so interesting. I feel like that was so empowering that if I really read the last chapter last, I would have shut the book and said, I'm going to do something. Because it was all about taking action. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for asking that. Um, yes, we we did place some of them strategically, and again, they weren't in any particular order of importance by any means. But we wanted to end the book with, you know, something that really tugged at your heartstrings and the, all the stories do they definitely do um but shannon um and the loss of her baby definitely does that <laughs> well it's certainly a call to action mm-hmm. it, it was the passion of yes. the book and then and then her story really wrapped it up by saying take action and because she she explained over and over that it really was healing to be able to to say her child's name and I think that that's what's so powerful about our um our heroes I I have to ask uh, a question uh since I'm not the best social media guru (laughs) I know this on 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 the gifted life uh so I like to read a book, you know, like Pulp Fiction style, like middle, <laughs> earlier, front, back, to be completely confused the whole time. So I can't wait to get it uh, and start that way. So how do I find it? How, what's the best ways of, to find the book? A few different ways. We have the website, um, <clears throat> becauseoforgandonation.com, and you might have to make sure you put the www in there not sure why but still trying to figure that one out (laughs) um you can reach out to any of the chapter authors because they have books as well that they're selling and then um you can also get the book on amazon and we did reach um number one in on amazon so we are considered an amazon bestseller thank you um I know you can barnesandnoble.com, target.com, walmart.com, so many, many places um, that you can purchase the book. Um, the ones that are ordered, ordered on the website, I do sign those and send those out personally. And then I loved, um, because I've been following the story, I've been following the building of this in this book and the release, but you've had Facebook Lives too. Um, Mark Scotch, we had them on the podcast. We saw that, Joey Gase, um, you know, Miss Brittany. So all of that together, how has that been going in promoting the book, promoting donation? Um, how do you feel that's going? You know, it's going, it's going really well. Um, I started doing the Facebook Live on the Because of Organ Donation page uh, just to introduce the chapter authors, because, you know, there's there's 25 of us. Technically, there's a couple more because some of the chapters are shared, you know, with 
um, living donor and recipient. So I just felt that that would be a great opportunity to bring a few people on at a time um, and, you know, let them share what their chapter is about. And it was so well received that I decided I'm going to continue to do this. And I've just been, you know, thinking of people or I see somebody's, you know, post or story on, you know, online, on Facebook, then I just asked them if they wanted to be a guest and, and share their story. Um, again, just because, gosh, there's just so many yeah. amazing stories to share. And I love it. It made me feel part of the book and part of the the process and uh, maybe had other ideas for, oh, like the next one that comes up. I know I could recommend, you know, all these great ideas. I just thought it was a great uh, marketing tool to do that. Um, and Brittany, I don't know when you sleep. Do you sleep, Brittany? So many projects. Um, Brittany is on our uh, LOPA advisory board, our philanthropy board, very active volunteer, uh, telling her story, bringing pictures, bringing big Briggs as a, a walking testimonial. Um, and it just seems like, uh, you know, how can I tell my story in a new and creative way to get other people to listen about donation? They just need to listen about donation. Hopefully they'll take action. But tell us your mindset, Brittany, because you are so busy and we're so grateful for all that you do, uh, not only for LOPA, but for donation in general. Well, I think it's just about, like you said, getting the word out. And when you can see a tangible you know, little boy getting to do all the things that a typical little boy gets to do, it, it makes it that much more real. And I've always said it and I've said it many times to you guys, you know, organ donation doesn't affect you until it does affect you. And when it does, it affects every piece of your life. And so for us, you know, it's just that one more way to get to show that there are really just amazing things that get to happen whenever you check that box or you say yes, or you make that decision. And, you know, for us, it's it's showing that there was a little boy who went from a very, very, very sick little boy to now getting to do all the fun things that he's gotten to do. And so I think that makes it more real. And for me, I love books and I love reading. And so it to me, it was just a perfect lineup. And having met Brenda and read the books already, you know, I have lots of ideas and projects that one day I'll make her sit down and listen <laughs> and then maybe we can do some more stuff so um, I know that you will. I, I love I love that idea and I love the whole concept so for me it was a no-brainer oh Brittany you know if I can piggyback on that um there's a part of your chapter that I would like to share um okay so it says Briggs's life wasn't the only one saved those days these heroes saved all of us they saved both my husband and me from losing our child, and they saved my son from growing up without a brother, his grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins, literally all of us. I can't wait to experience more firsts with him, even at five years old. Every day is a day we don't take for granted, and every day is truly a miracle. Not a day goes by when I don't think of our heroes and how I'm so thankful they gave me these moments." That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love it. And every time um, Brittany speaks with us out in the community or, or something national on Zoom or anything like that, um, she always makes sure to honor the heroes, to reach out and to say how important each and every one is. And we appreciate that, Brittany. Yep. Makes me tear up still. <laughs> and I wrote it. So <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. 
like, I've read it how many times and went through and edited and I'm still I'm like oh my gosh I've got you know goosebumps and starting to get tears in my eyes oh I love yeah, it. it really is true <laughs> and I, I just um picked up I wanted to tell folks too we had talked about social media but blessings for Briggs his journey with biliaria atresia is a Facebook page that Brittany started so that we could follow Briggs's story and then you see his cute little face pop up and you see the the story um or you see the pictures right around transplant and him now um he's just such a little man he's just such a little man yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're coming up on six years this year so it's just it's it's been crazy it's been a long time <laughs> yeah well I'm so glad you guys met at the transplant games <laughs> I'm so glad you decided to work together and I'm excited for future projects it sounds like right yep. guys? <laughs> well you know y'all yeah. Brenda and Brittany both said something about one idea spurs another yeah, yeah. idea so it sounds like y'all have a lot of ideas ahead for us take us on the journey guys take us on the journey <laughs> most definitely all right we'll just we'll just uh book y'all a date here on the gifted life every <laughs> yeah. every couple months see where you are uh miss Brittany cortez thank you so much for joining us miss Brittany elliser thanks for your time uh today we really appreciate you guys sharing thank, thank you. you for having me again all right guys the book is called because of organ donation we hope that you check it out Here on the Gifted Life Podcast, it's time for a moment for mental health. Yes, it is. And since we don't have our usual Sarah Blakemore to talk to us, and we've got Nyla Schwab. Nyla, how about you first tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. All right. Well, I have been with LOPA. It feels like a very long time. I've held different positions in LOPA. And now I'm in family services, which I really love. Mm -hmm. I kind of get to work with the families after donation or after the family said yes, or even if they've said no, if they need our support, we're there. So um, I went back to school later in life. I'm a non-traditional student. I was older. <laughs> and yeah, Wiser. And, yeah, so I just um, I recently just obtained my PLPC, which is a provisional licensed professional counselor, and I'm working toward my licensing, and it's um, it's been an adventure for That's sure. Awesome. Yeah. She's a good human, yes. and um, happy to have her as a friend. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we are glad you're at the mic today. What are we covering? What is this arts expression? What are we doing? Okay, so I'm excited to talk about this. Um, when I heard that we have an author, well coming on that I thought, well, what would that, what would that work with? And expressive arts is what I came up with. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, it's, it's grief can be so hard and sometimes it can just be a roller coaster of emotions. So when you have that, sometimes families can't find the words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when you use expressive arts, which can be a lot of different things, it kind of sounds intimidating, but it's not. It can be cutting paper with scissors and getting Elmer's glue and gluing it on paper. Mm -hmm. um, it can also be journaling, poetry. Joey, you might like this. Dancing. Would <laughs> <laughs> so, we like it though, Nyla? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and then there's storytelling, which I love. Um, there's life writing, which can be that you do a lifeline. Yeah. Um, to, to, I don't know, really just to share with others what you maybe can't find the words for. Oh. That's awesome. So, so I, I'm assuming, you know, of course, everyone grieves differently. You know, we've, we've seen it. You know, we've worked yeah. with families for so long. And, and understanding that aspect. 
So I'm assuming this uh, adds a little bit of value to their grief journey or, or gives them a different alt- alternative or avenue to, to grieve. Is that kind of part it, of it? It does. It does. And, you know, I'll tell you this. So I went through a lot of grief in my own life. And so I sat down with a child and they wanted to know more about the family members that I had lost. And so all I did was take a, a canvas and I said, y'all cut hearts. So they started cutting hearts. We colored them. We started gluing them in the like my parents that, you know, mm-hmm. and went through and they painted it. And so the kids got involved mm-hmm. and it really gave our whole family a piece to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so when you go back and you you look at this, it was a disaster. I mean, there wasn't anything pretty about <laughs> oh, it. And I wouldn't hang yeah. it on my wall. But for my family, it was a great way for us to kind of talk and come together. So I think we can be really intimidated when we talk about expressive arts. Mm-hmm. But the biggest part about it is just just trying something new. I mean, you have your, your, right, your right side of the brain, left side of the brain. And with grief, we can get so stuck. Um, and even not, I mean, even if it's just in your your journey of something in life that has you stuck or you can't find the words for it, just, you know, do something different and use a different side of your brain. Yeah. Uh, so I lost my mom when I was younger, 17. So uh, my my favorite memories are music. We always say music is the best medicine. So we turn that up loud and we jam. So I find myself doing that with my kids if we have something hard to go through um, or if it's like a birthday or an anniversary, something hard that's coming up. So um, my Abby, who's now 14, will we'll turn on some Conway Twitty or something and it'll help us remember those good times and we'll have a conversation to where I'm not like all teary-eyed crying. But here's some good memories to, to share. So I didn't even know that I was... Yeah. It sounds yeah. like what you're talking about. Yeah, you can put a name yeah. to it. You're doing expressive arts. Yeah, because it's hard for me to, to talk. You're right. So to have something like that... Um, Jogs it out a little bit. And it's fun. Easier. Yeah. Lots of crayons. You can mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Just some Not much pens. of an artist, though. <laughs> Me neither. That's what I was going to say. I've got, I've got the dance thing down. Even though I'm not good at it, I dance like nobody's watching at all times when there's hundreds of people watching right. sometimes. <laughs> It's but, more comfortable that you know, way. But it, it, that's, I guess that's my real... I, I don't have the, the expressive arts as, like you put it, my, my canvas would be awful looking. <laughs> okay, let's begin with that. You know, but, but I do, like... These type of things like dance, singing, I sing again, both of those I do, like nobody's watching. In the car you with know, no one listening, that's when I jam. Oh, look, yeah, I'll do yeah. it anytime. Doesn't yeah. matter if anybody's <laughs> listening but, or not. But but that's my, my thing. It's kind of my my avenue to and again, you mentioned, you know, grief and, and I've been through my share of grief, you know, but but even even through just going through the d- difficult everyday type things. I like this past weekend I had a oh, we had a wedding. Her uncle got married and brought a luau to Louisiana. I uh, brought Hawaiians and and uh, you know dance the hula dancers. I need to get on that invite that. That list, right? <laughs> and so and so for the very first song that we were able to dance, I danced to the last song, and that's uh, my my thing yeah. is that's that helps me to just escape, relax, yeah. and and just enjoy things while. You're going through a tough journey. You know, and it, it doesn't have to be even a tough journey because like what you said, Joey, it just feels good. Yeah. And you think all day long, you're always making yeah. decisions. Yeah. So really to have expressive arts in your toolbox to do something yeah. different with your side of the brain can just help you think differently. Yeah. And, and it can it, be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything at all. OK, so as we just had an author come mm-hmm. on, um, and she talked about storytelling, and that's a connection that we make mm-hmm. with other people. And it's something that we do all over the world. All over the world, we're doing expressive arts. We just don't name it. Um, even back in West African folklore, the healers, when they would see a very sick patient, what they would ask was, what was the last time you sang? When was the last time you danced? 
And when was the last time that you shared a story? That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, you, you hear that storytelling and expressive arts, how it really helps the healing process. And they've shown that through research. And I find that what's so exciting is we do really great things medically. I mean, we transplant organs, we give sight back, we give life. But there's still that part of us that psychologically that expressive arts can help heal. Um, and that's something that doctors can't do for us. It's something that we have mm -hmm. to do. And mm -hmm. so when we really use a different part of our brain, it gives us that opportunity to start the healing process. Oh, I like yeah. it. All right. Let's get to work on that one. I'm, <laughs> I'm dancing ready. already. All right. Maybe you have a topic you'd like us to cover here on The Gifted Life. Simply email us info at thegiftedlife.org. In our question and answer segment, today's question is a great question from Bruce on our hotline. Hi, uh, my name is Bruce. I'm registered with you folks. And I was just wondering, how do I, I leave notification in something, like if I were to get involved in a car accident, how would they know to contact you? Is there something that I need to be carrying in my wallet? Uh, is there something that I need to have on my driver's license or, or what? Uh, I would appreciate it. What a great question. And, and generally speaking, so CMS, uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, who kind of oversees the hospital system, mandates that all hospitals have to contact their OPOs, their organ procurement organizations, such as LOPA, on everyone that meets certain criteria, certain triggers, and, uh, and cardiac death. So, so they will then be contacting us so that we can research whether that person is or is not on the registry. Yeah, a lot of our uh, folks go to the, the OMV, and that's where most people will sign up. So here in Louisiana, you get a little red heart that signifies that you want to help uh, save and enhance lives through organ tissue and eye donation. Um, so that's one step. You can also print a certificate. Put it with your important paperwork. You can do that from the registry, uh, registerme.org. Also, here in Louisiana, you can manage your registration, print a card at donatelifela.org. So there are multiple ways to do that. And we are happy uh, to walk you through if you need that help. Uh, but overall, when we're out in the community, when we're talking to our families, we ask that you share your wishes with those who know you best, those that will be there with you in the hospital setting, um, those that we'll be asking questions to. Let them know that you do want to save and enhance lives through organ tissue and eye donation. Have that conversation. Yeah, Lori, I, I agree with that because I always tell families, make sure, tell everybody. You can really be an advocate for organ and tissue donation and eye donation. And I think the most important thing is share why you're signing up to be a donor. Um, really, really helpful. So love the question. And if you have a question, we hope that you'll give us a call. The number is 504-648-3477. In every episode of The Gifted Life, we honor a hero. Today's hero, Kara Rogers. We learn about Kara from her family. Kara is a wonderful soul and was taken from us way too early. We will forever love and honor you, sweetheart. You are my heart. Kara is a true blessing to our family. She was the most giving, loving young lady. With the many blessings she was able to pass on to those in need, she will live on helping others. We love and miss you, baby, until we meet again. And now we pause and say thank you to Kara Rogers for the gift of life.
And that will do it for episode 164 of The Gifted Life. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, you can register as an organ, eye, and tissue donor anytime at registerme.org. And thanks again to Brenda Cortez for coming on once again. The, the, the Howl the Owl was a great series, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like she's ready for another, another big project. Yeah. And, of course, Brittany Elliser, who's who's been a, a, also uh, a previous guest that we've had who's done so much with Lopa and, and everything that she's done you know, for donation in general, paying it forward for, with Briggs. And and we definitely encourage you guys to check out the book. You can find it anywhere. You can find it on www.becauseoforgandonation.com. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Walmart.com, Target.com, any of your favorite places that you, you'll find books. Barnes and Nobles, too. Barnes and Nobles, yeah. That's where you found it? No, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. All right, guys, the best place to find us, The Gifted Life, is on our website, thegiftedlife.org. You can listen there and find links to listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you listen to Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating. It really helps others find our podcast. All right, on social, on our Facebook, The Gifted Life Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gifted Life Pod. Thanks for listening. We hope that you go out and do something you wouldn't normally do to help us make life happen. We're one big team. Until next time. This is a production of LOPA, or the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. The Gifted Life is hosted by Lori Steele, Joey Boudreaux, and Sarah Blakemore. Our executive producer is Kirsten Hines. Producer is Shalon Carraway. Intern is Rebecca Ranham. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez.